We talk about the cross and the pain and the suffering of someone who died upon the cross. And we also know that Jesus gave his life for us by being crucified. And we think of the pain that he went through, but God was doing something incredible while he hung there on the cross. Today, what really happened at the cross on Hot Topics. This is Robert Furrow. We're really glad that you found us. If you're new here, consider subscribing and ringing the bell. The comment section is open below and we would love to hear from you. The cross of Christ is such a powerful picture to you and I of what Jesus did for us, the work that he did. In fact, the Bible tells us that Jesus came, that God became a man so he could go to the cross and die. That was the purpose of his life. While he was here, he revealed to us the Father so that anyone who looked at him could see the Father and we would know how the Father would think about things and how he would respond and react to things. But the great work of the life of Jesus is what took place on the cross. And I wanna consider several things the Bible tells us happened on that cross. Number one, he took away the sins of the world. And this would be anyone who would call upon his name. He didn't just die for a certain group of people, but he died for all the world. And that is that anybody that would call upon his name would be saved. John 1.29 says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And then we're told in Galatians 2.20 that Jesus gave himself for me. Paul is talking about himself and he says, I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me for he was crucified for me. Paul knew that it was very personal, that the aspect wasn't just that he was the lamb of God that took away the sins of the world, but he took away the sins for me. He took away the sins for you. It's a pinpoint that gets down to every single person. And we would know that it's very, very personal for each one of us. Not only he died for the world, but he died for me. Next in Romans 3.26, it says that he might be just and the justifier of those who would believe in his name. God is a judge and he has to judge sin. And Jesus had to go to the cross to take the penalty that we were due. We say that the wrath of God was satisfied on the cross and that makes him just. He is just to forgive our sins, but he is also the justifier. He is just to forgive us, and he is the one who did it by dying on the cross and justifying us. What a great work that our sins could be forgiven by the one who is just for forgiving sins and the justifier for all who believe in him. It also says in Romans 5, 8, that he demonstrated his love for us, that while we were still sinners, he died for us. He didn't die for us on our best day. He died for us on our worst day for all of the sins and all of the penalties that we have. Not only was the cross a place of God's wrath where his wrath over all of sin was poured out upon Christ, but he also died for us for love. He demonstrated that for us. It's been said that the cross is where the wrath of God and the love of God intersect. And that's the work that he does for us. And in 2 Corinthians 5.21, it says, He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. Again, it speaks of that substitutionary atonement of Christ, but it tells us literally what happens. He became sin who knew no sin so that we could experience something that we never knew, and that is righteousness. 
From the time that we were born, we had the sin nature in us. But when we receive Jesus as our Savior, we are given the righteousness of God. Suddenly things are made right between us and God, and we have the ability to make things right with the people around us. He became sin that we could become the righteousness of God. In Ephesians 1, 7, it says that we have redemption through the blood shed on the cross. That is that the actual redemption for our souls took place on the cross. Some cults say that it took place before the cross when he was being scourged. Some false teachings say that it took place after the cross when Jesus suffered in hell, but neither of those are true. It was upon the cross that his blood was shed for us. And when we take communion, we remember the blood of the new covenant and that our sins were forgiven when that blood was shed. It takes the shedding of blood to forgive sins. And when his blood was shed, our sins were forgiven. And finally, Colossians 2.13 says, canceling the record of debt that stood against us, nailing it to the cross. Someone said, I owed a debt I couldn't pay and he paid a debt he didn't know. When he was nailed to that cross, the record of my sin, the Bible tells us that in the last days, God's gonna gather together all of humanity and the books are going to be open and men are going to be judged. But that penalty, that record of that debt was taken away from us by Christ on the cross. The work of the cross was truly heavy lifting on Jesus's part. And it tells us of all of the wonderful things that God did through us in that terrible moment when Jesus suffered and gave us eternal life. I hope you've enjoyed this video. If you like it, click the like button. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.